0: And welcome to the Learning is Changelist, List, the web series where I get to tackle all of the things that I would like to learn how to change in education in order to create an engine for authentic learning. As a result of all of the reading and writing and video creation and video watching and all of the collaborating that is going on within the EdMook, MOOC, I'm thinking about those people that I am connecting with and collaborating with and the individual paths that they are taking to learning and meaning as well as the learning paths that uh, their students and learners in their charge are taking. And the reason why I'm thinking about a learning path is I believe that every learning experience is a path from somewhere to someplace else. Um, And it's not always known. The beginning and ending aren't always known. But I keep on thinking about that we are going to start this at MOOC we started it last week or some people are still starting it and some people are going to finish it at different times Um, but we are all going to have an end whether we drop out or whether we keep on going with it going strong and reading and creating with one another Um, but we are all going to have that kind of ending and there is going to be this path Um, and I started to think about what that path can look like uh, both for ourselves as collaborators within this course but also as sort of the wider path for our learners, for our um, students. And I wanted to think about a learning path as three different possibilities. And there are probably many, many more, and that's why I kind of wanted to to lay this out. Um, But I guess the thing that I want to change in education is the way that we think about learning paths and what we are creating. So today, while I was out with my kids, I did some time-lapse video that I think actually describes the three different types of learning paths that I have come across. And I'd like to challenge you to think about other different types of learning paths that you are experiencing within Edmodo, or that you're experiencing within video blogging, or that you're experiencing within your own classrooms. And I want to think through what are the different learning paths that we can cultivate with one another? And how can we change those learning paths to have the greatest effect? to create the most authentic environment where students have a real purpose and a real audience for the work that they're doing. And so I want to present these three, um, and then I want to see what you think. The first kind of learning path that I want to talk about is what I call the drive. And you have a set starting point and a set destination. You might stop along the way like we did for some gum, um, and you might have fits and starts where you, you know, stop at a stoplight and get stuck behind traffic but everybody is going to the same place in the same vehicle and you're going sort of at the same speed. That's the learning path that I think is probably the most restrictive but that we end up generating and creating most often. The second learning path that I want to think through is called the IKEA and it is less restrictive than the drive because you're not all contained within the same vehicle and you don't all have to go at the same speed but you do all have to go in the same general direction because it's frowned upon to go against the grain. It's frowned upon to go against those arrows projected on the floor. And if you know what you want to learn, you know that one thing that you would like to grab, you can't just go in and get it. You have to walk the entire place, going through the entire learning path in order to grab that one thing, in order to end up in that same spot as everyone else. The other problem is, all of the things that you see are according to a given standard, according to one set of aesthetics. And so there's very little variety in terms of what you can get. You can combine it in interesting ways, but it's still a smaller subset of what is available. And at the end of the path, you find yourself in a warehouse filled with lots of things that only look good and work if you put them together in the right order with the right set of instructions. And that's the kind of learning path that we end up creating a lot of times for our kids. The third learning path that I would like to think through is called the mall. And it's more chaotic than the other two because every single space within a mall is different. And every single space has its own community of people that sort of congregate around it. Um, But when you go, you can go at any speed you would like, running ahead like my kids were or staying back like I was. And every time you go, the experience is different. There's no A and B point. There is no set path that you have to follow. You can go back or forward, and depending on what you would like to do, you can do things like build things together, like at this Lego store. And every time you build something together in a space, it's different than when you take it home and build things on your own. And you can go to other spaces where the learning is actually embedded Like at this Apple store where people are standing around talking to one another about what they are wanting to create. What they would like to bring into this world with the things that they are holding in their hands and putting into their pockets. And that's the kind of learning path that I would like to create more often.